Welcome to the weekly sermon podcast from the First Christian Church in Great Bend, Kansas. We are a church with a mission of inspiring ordinary people to live extraordinary lives for Christ. It really doesn't matter who you are, what you have done, or how you choose to worship. You belong here. We pray that this week's sermon blesses you and that you feel God's presence through it today. So today I want to start with a simple question. How many of you at this very moment in your life, for whatever reason, are feeling a bit overwhelmed? How many of you, because something has happened, or because your calendar is so full, or whatever it is, feel like you're trying to walk upstream in a raging river with your face being the only thing that is sticking out of the water, and all you're doing is fighting for your next breath? Yeah, me too. Me too. So today, in response to that place that many of us find ourselves, we are starting a four-week sermon series that I think we all need to hear called Overwhelmed. And what we're going to be doing in this series is we're going to be examining a couple of different areas of our life where we experience being overwhelmed to see what it is that God has to teach us about facing and then overcoming when life gets to be too much. So to get into this topic, I think the place we have to begin is with this very popular Christian phrase that that many of us say to ourselves or we're taught to say or people say to us. And and that phrase is, God won't give us more than we can handle. God won't give us more than we can handle. And the reason I think we have to begin here is because for a whole lot of Christians, the idea that God won't give us more than we can handle means that as Christians, we should never feel overwhelmed. We should always have everything under control control. Or this is something we say to ourselves, we say to others when we feel overwhelmed. But to help you see why this statement is a bit problematic, we first start with a bit of logic and then we're going to get into what the scripture actually says, which will finally get into the two most important things that I believe Jesus has to teach us about dealing with our overwhelming lives. So when you take a moment to actually think through this phrase, God won't give you more than you can handle. What you're going to discover are some assumptions that are not completely true. Because on a closer reading, what this phrase actually assumes is that God is the only one responsible for causing our lives to be exactly what they are. Because if God won't give us more than we can handle, then that means God is the one who gives. Or God is the one who is doing this to us. But that then begs the question, right? Is God really the only one who is responsible for causing our lives to be the way they are? Is God the only one who can add and then take away from our lives? Or is there something or someone else that adds to our lives? Well, when you think about it in that way, I think it becomes quite clear. In most instances, it's not God who is giving us more than we can handle. We do it to ourselves. We do it to ourselves. Or you and I, as human beings who have the ability to choose, are the ones who are most responsible for what our lives are look like. Or to put this into perspective, most of us have families and jobs, which is almost overwhelming to start with. Can I get an amen? Amen. But what takes us to the place of feeling overwhelmed is not God giving us more to do or putting more things in our lives. No, what causes us to get to the breaking point are the things we continue to add to our own lives. 
I mean, there are friends and family that we choose to do get-togethers with, which is amazing, but can be a bit overwhelming. We put our children, we choose to put our children in every kind of extracurricular activity because God forbid they ever miss out on something. We choose to buy bigger homes, which in turn we have to keep up with. We choose to purchase all that stuff that we now have to take care of. Or note that for the most part, God is not the one who's responsible for us feeling so overwhelmed all the time. We are the ones who are responsible because of our own choices. So logically speaking, God won't give us more than we can handle. Ignores the fact that God is not the one who is filling our lives with all that stuff. No, we're the problem. Now let me show you how this statement is not really biblical either. And we turn to 1 Corinthians 10.13 to do that, and it says this. No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. That's the verse that I really want you to hone in on. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. Now, in this particular teaching, what Paul is talking about is being tempted. And basically what Paul is saying is that, first of all, none of us are being tempted by anything new. No, the temptations we face today are the same temptations human beings have been dealing with since the creation of the world at a base level. But what God does promise in the midst of facing all those temptations is that he's always going to give us a way out. Or in other words, there's no temptation that we will face where we lose the ability to say no or to walk away. And then where the phrase God won't give you more than you can handle comes in, is that's just a simpler, more modern way to say the exact same thing, right? He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear has turned into God won't give you more than you can handle. But the thing I really want you to notice about this scripture that we miss, and it's not the way we normally use it, is that the only thing it's talking about is temptation. The only place where God won't give us more than we can handle is in temptation, in the lure of sin. But what is never said here or throughout the Bible is God won't give you more than you can handle when it comes to everything else. Which is the way we use that phrase most often, right? No, the truth is what you will find when you read Scripture closely are a whole lot of examples of people being overwhelmed. People facing all sorts of situations that are beyond their control. In fact, I even think it's the case that when you read about Jesus on the Mount of Olives, when you read about Jesus on the cross, you will see that even Jesus got overwhelmed. Or Jesus had to deal with situations that were just too much. So let me show you what I'm talking about. So right after Jesus was arrested and then put on trial and then crucified, it, we, we find Jesus on the Mount of Olives with his disciples doing this. It says, He came out and went, as was his custom, to the Mount of Olives, and the disciples followed him. When he reached the place, he said to them, Pray that you may not come into the time of trial. So at this point in the story, it's pretty clear that Jesus knows exactly what's about to happen to him. He's about to face the horror of the cross. So after Jesus and his disciples have the Last Supper, they go out to the Mount of Olives. He tells them, you know, hey, you guys need to be praying because you're going to fall into temptation on this deal. But then when they get to the place and he says that to them, this is what he does. He withdrew from them about a stone's throw and knelt down and prayed. And this is what he prays. Listen to this. Father, if you're willing, remove this cup from me. Yet not my will, but your will be done. And what I believe is going on here is that Jesus is getting to his breaking point, or Jesus in this moment is overwhelmed. And the reason I think that is because this, pray that he, this prayer that he prays here 
is not the prayer of someone who's got it all under control. No, this is the prayer of a desperate man who is being overwhelmed by an overwhelming situation. Father, if you are willing, remove this cup from me, yet not my will, but your will be done. But then what really helps us to see that Jesus is experiencing being overwhelmed is what happens to his body in that moment. In his anguish, he he prayed more earnestly and, and sweat became like great drops of blood falling on the ground. Or what's going on here is what doctors call hematidrosis, a medical condition that causes one sweat to contain blood. And the way it works is that sometimes when someone is experiencing extreme mental anguish, when the pressure of the world is weighing down on them, the sweat glands that are surrounded by tiny blood vessels constrict and then dilate to the point of rupture, causing blood to effuse into the sweat glands. And so the picture that Luke gives us is that Jesus is so overwhelmed by the weight of what's going on that he starts sweating blood. Which in turn is made obvious by what Matthew says, or what Matthew's account of Jesus' prayer when he says this, my soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. My soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Jesus got overwhelmed. Do you see that? Now, what that means for you and I is that if Jesus got overwhelmed, then so can we. If Jesus faced moments that were too much, then so will we. Or in other words, being human means we are going to experience being overwhelmed from time to time. Or it's just not true. God won't give us more than we can handle. And what I hope you get when I tell you that Because let's be honest, sometimes we say this to ourselves. When we're in these moments of being overwhelmed and we say God won't give us more than we can handle, when clearly we have way more than we can handle, right? And it makes us feel bad, like there's something wrong, like we're we're not doing something right. Well, what this this truth, this realization brings to light is, no, no, no. Hey, if you're overwhelmed, welcome to the club. You're a human being. Even Jesus had to deal with this. But now that you're getting that being overwhelmed is a part of the human experience. Now let me show you the two most important things that Jesus has to teach us about facing and then overcoming when life gets to be too much. So the first thing that Jesus does as he's facing his own death or as he's dealing with this situation that's just too much, he simply admits to himself that he's overwhelmed. Or notice that no point in Jesus' experience in the garden do we find him pretending that everything is all right. We don't find him saying that that God is going to take all of this away. This is too much for me to handle. He doesn't say any of that. No, the actions that Jesus take in the garden show that he has accepted the fact that he is in over his head. Now, the reason why that's such an important first step to take is because what happens if we don't admit to ourselves that we're in over our heads is we don't change. Or instead of reaching out for help, instead of doing what we need to do to change the situation, we just keep living in that overwhelmness until something breaks. How many of you guys have ever been to the breaking point before? Yeah. Yeah. 
or like it is for addicts, they have to admit that they have a problem before they can begin to face and then work through that problem. The same is true for you and I. When we find ourselves in overwhelming situations, we have to take a moment and say, I am in over my head. I can't deal with this. But then once we do that, next what we have to do is exactly what we find Jesus doing in the garden. In that place of desperation, we have to begin to call out to God for help. Or just like when Jesus prays, Father, forgive them. <laughs> Father, if you are willing to remove this cup from me, yet not my will, but your will be done. Once we have admitted we're in over our heads, we have to begin to cry out to the one who can help us face and overcome any situation. And the way this usually works for me when I find myself being overwhelmed is I simply cry out in all sincerity, help, help me. God, I'm in over my head. I can't see a way out. I don't know what to do. Help. And the way God usually works in those situations is not by swooping in and taking away all my problems in that moment, but sometimes by, by sending another person to help me see what I can't see or to do what I can't do on my own. Or sometimes God reveals to me that there's some serious changes that I need to make in my life. If I don't make them, then I will get to the breaking point. But most importantly, what I find when I cry out, help, is God joins me in those places. God gives me what I need to walk out of the darkness and back into the light. Or for me, I experience God showing up to let me know that I'm not alone and that there's always a way and so what I hope for all of you after today, because let's be honest, we live overwhelming lives, is that you'll get really, really good throughout the day going, help, help me with all sincerity. And then know that God will be there by your side, helping you walk out of the darkness and back into the light. So now that, now that I've laid all of that out before you, this is what I want you to get. The popular phrase, God won't give us more than we can handle, is just not true except with temptation. Now, the truth is, to be human is to experience being overwhelmed. Overwhelmed is a natural, normal part of what we experience in a fallen and broken world. Then once you've accepted that, it's also my hope that the next time you find yourself in an overwhelming situation, which will probably happen to you at lunch, depending on who you're going with, that you'll not pretend that you've got it handled or that nothing's wrong, but instead will admit you have a problem and begin to cry out to God for help. Because if you'll do that, that's what it takes, that's what it looks like to begin to face and overcome any overwhelming situation you will ever face. Help. Please help. Let us pray. Father, we come to you this morning, and the truth is, uh, many of us are living overwhelming lives. It just seems to be uh, the nature of our reality these days. But in the midst of that overwhelmness, Lord, help us to see that this is not you doing it to us. No, this is something that we choose for ourselves. This is something that we allow the pressure to push us into, and so we continue to say yes when we should say no. So today, oh Lord, help us to take responsibility for our own lives. And no, 
that, that you're not the one giving us more than we can handle. And then, oh Lord, what I hope most importantly that we'll get and that we'll live every single day is that when we do face being overwhelmed, when life does get to be too much, that we'll learn just to admit it before you and then cry out, help, save me. God, I can't do this on my own. And then know that you will show up into those dark places and give us what we need to walk out of the darkness and back into the light. Lord, we, we ask this all in your name. Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's sermon, and we hope you are able to join us next week. To learn more about FCC Great Bend, visit us online at firstchristianchurchgb.com. Again, that's firstchristianchurchgb.com. God bless and have a great week.